You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's good, everyone? Welcome to week 16 of Winning Picks Weekly. As always, my name is John Malika. I'm joined by Greg Albert. Greg, what's up, man? What's going on? Ready for week 16? We're coming to a close here, closing out some future picks, which I love because that just gives me a bunch of cash for the playoffs, which we'll be doing episodes for all that. And I'm excited for it, man. We got some great matchups this week. A lot of divisions are coming down to it. A lot of seeding kind of in the lower half of the playoffs and stuff still up for grabs. So Maybe some of those top spots are locked up, but there's still a lot of competitive games, a lot of stuff going on with COVID, which is going to be changing everything. Changed a lot for us last week. If you look at some of our bets from the time we recorded to uh, when games actually kicked off on Monday and, you know, Tuesday. So always stay up with us, you know, winning picks who are winning the letter P weekly on Twitter. And then obviously you can find us on the YouTube on our Knicks Jets, et cetera. So a lot of things change, a lot of things happen. So. Hopefully COVID doesn't derail the Jets because that's my biggest concern right now based on this latest, this last report that we got earlier today. But full slate ahead of us. I'm ready for it. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. But before that, uh, you mentioned Knicks, Jets, et cetera. Uh, that's our flagship, uh, the, the exclusive Knicks and Jets podcast for Fansided. Uh, you are our video producer for that as well, and you will be co-hosting the Jets episode next week. 
because yeah. I'll, I'll be out. So uh, that'd be really cool. The rapid reaction, the regular game, you'll be on top of all that. So that'd be cool uh, to check out. And honestly, man, we've been talking about this game for literally 16 weeks. Oh, and, yes, we you know, have. <laughs> and, and since, you know, we're finally here and this might be the only broadcast, the only media <laughs> that, that, that's been talking about this game. And we're going to start off. We're going to lead off our program with this game. And it's, it really kind of, you know, subconsciously has something to do with our backgrounds, but not really. It's just mostly of our bet we made of who's going to yeah. have a worse record, the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars. We knew this game was going to happen. And here we are, man. The two and 11 Jacksonville Jaguars are plus two and a half. You have it as, uh, I think it moved to one. When I when yeah. I was looking at it now, so yep. it, uh, it moved and it, it moved because of COVID, which we'll get into. So at the three and eleven New York Jets minus two and a half, down to minus one because of nineteen players and Coach Salah with COVID. They got the tight end coach rolling in. Most notably, Elijah Vera mm-hmm. Tucker is out at left guard. Uh, John Franklin Meyer. And Michael Carter, the cornerback, not the running back. Yep. Three pretty crazy big names in a less than stellar roster. The COVID situation is crazy. I don't know. Even if they move that game to Tuesday, I don't know if that's going to really matter, as we saw with a couple yeah. of games last week. This game only moved a point and a half for those three players. I mean, I have no idea. Why it's not more. Uh, the only reason reason I have is last week I was all over Jacksonville at minus five and you were yelling at me, telling me, what am I insane? Why am I taking Jacksonville? You've been t- I've, been t- I've been saying Jacksonville stinks all year. All of a sudden <laughs> I'm taking the minus five, which yep. I agree with. I, I 100% agree with. Now they're plus one still against this depleted Jets team. And even though I had the Jets finishing with the better record, and ahead of Jacksonville in the in the draft standings, I have to take Jacksonville in this game, man. I think they're going to tie it up. I think they're both going to be <laughs> three and twelve after this week, and you know, week seventeen, eighteen, it's going to come down to strength of schedule on the wire for our uh, our mini bet uh, on the side. But what do you got for this game, dude? Like you said, we might be the only program that leads off with the Jacksonville Jets. We're definitely be the only program that's following strength of schedule for the Jets and the Jaguars <laughs> down the stretch and who they're playing or common opponents are playing and all that stuff. So we're going to be, fo- we're going to be following that for sure. But for this game, you know, to me, it's just about, you know, your best ability is availability. And it just seems like Jacksonville has more people available right now. Overall, I think that jets, if everyone's a hundred percent healthy, I think the jets are a better team, but you know, both teams are young, both teams are prone to mistakes. And when you have these fill in players, come in chances are they have less time to prepare less time to practice less time to gel with the guys that they're going to be going with on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday whenever they end up playing um so I just think Jacksonville is going to have a sharp a stronger showing however I don't think it's going to be very high scoring I don't think it's gonna be very exciting I just think that you know they might have the best skill player in Robinson as, as a running back so they might be able to lean on him a little bit. We haven't been that great at stopping the run this year. Um, so I like Jacksonville too, plus one, even money, whatever ends up being, um, come whenever they kick off. I'm hoping as a Jets fan, 
it gets pushed back a little bit because we have so many people, including the coach, um, on this COVID list. But and also too with the NFL, I think last week or in between last week and this week, they changed kind of the protocol for how you can come back. So hopefully that takes into a little bit of effect and they come back a little faster, especially if they're, you know, vaccinated and asymptomatic. So um we'll see how that shakes out. And yeah, starting off hopefully strong, a double, a double pick here on Jacksonville. And it's really just because I think they're the healthier team. The Jets are home, but I don't think that matters too much right now. We talked about it on the Nick Jets, et cetera, podcast that we just recorded. The Jets fans haven't really been showing out and showing up um, on home games just because it's another bad season for the Jets, bad season after bad season. So, uh, yeah, I don't think home field makes a huge difference here. I don't know if Jacksonville uh really has a traveling fan base though. No. Especially I don't think so. in December. Yeah, I think this, I this game might be half empty. We'll see. Yeah, they, this game might move. Uh give the Jets a lot nice little Christmas uh Christmas gift. Because yeah. Elijah, without Elijah Vera Tucker, there's really no shot. However, this is a material change kind of game. If Elijah yeah. Vera Tucker's in, John Franklin Myers in, and Michael and then Michael Carter as a bonus. I'm taking the Jets here because that's their normal squad. Like yeah. no tight end, who cares? We've never had a tight end. I don't. Dan yeah. Brown, Ryan Griffin, Wesco, Yabo. It's all the same. Okay? Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like safeties, we have nobody. Linebacker CJ Mosley still playing. That's all that matters really. There, uh, I think Davis is in too. So there's a little. Mat- have I reserve the right to a material change in this game if the if Javier Tucker and uh, those boys uh, get in there. Well, let's just let's go back to the Thursday game. We skipped ahead a little sure. bit. We got San Francisco minus three and a half at Tennessee. Tennessee plus three and a half at home with the better record. Looked looked okay last week. This is an interesting game, man. Especially coming off a short week, a team that likes to run on both sides of the ball, San Francisco and Tennessee. The three the the hook really satisfies me in this in yeah. this game. Like I. I, everybody loves San Francisco. Everyone loves Shanahan. They Kittle. They look great. They run the ball, but Mitchell's still out. I mean, they look good. I have nothing bad to say about San Francisco. They get into lulls in the middle of the game. I, I like them, and I, I like what Tennessee's doing. I think Tennessee's going to lose, but I, I like the hook. Like I think it's going to be a, a field goal game. So give me the Tennessee Titans here, and this is going to be an interesting game, dude, for Tennessee. They're running game is starting to look okay without yep. Derrick Henry. They're starting to figure that out. But now A.J. Brown's coming back, and we know that the team looks different with Julio and A.J. Brown together. Both receivers look different, and the whole squad looks different. And they're yep. coming back this week. So maybe, you know, they start. it's a short week. A.J. Brown's obviously not going to practice. He hasn't practiced for about a month. Julio just came back last week. So, you know, they might have plays here and there. They might not win the game. But look out for Tennessee, man. Tennessee with both wide receivers. I'm I'm looking ahead after this game. Like they might lose this game. I I like them to cover, but I look I look forward to them covering the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, just a little, a little a little look ahead before we hit the playoffs. So we'll see what happens there. But they're a playoff team. Defense running, yeah, not turning the ball over. I mean, it, it really. But right now, like they got re- they started out really hot. So for people who forgot about the beginning of the season, they started out incredible. Henry got hurt. They still were playing okay, but then they lose AJ Brown. Then they lose Julio. You know, they rely on, they, they traded Josh Reynolds, I think in the middle of the year, or they let him go or something like that. Now he's having a great resurgence over the last few weeks with Detroit, which is crazy. 
but um, there, I mean, I think two weeks ago they had like four active wide receivers on the roster. It, it was, it, it was something different. So, you know, Tennessee for me, the thing that scares me is obviously the hook, but obviously it's do or die. They had a great, they had a huge lead on the Colts. The Colts have been battling back in that division. Tennessee's nine and five right now. The Colts are eight and six after a big win against the Patriots, after a big win against Buffalo, after some really strong performances from this running game that they have and this defense that they have. So, I agree with you on on Tennessee. I just don't think they have it yet because I think they're just too AJ Brown not practicing for a month and then coming back and playing. I don't know how much you can really depend on him. Julio Jones, even though he was back last week, I think he got hurt in the middle of the game or he's questionable now. He's not playing great. So San Francisco is just, yes, they run the ball. Yes, they have good defense. But when they need to pass it, man, Kittle's healthy. They're different when Kittle's in there. Like I had, I, I have a youth in fantasy. Like he's been down, I think the last two weeks because they just throw it to Kittle and they just run it and throw it to Debo Samuel. And then when they get up, they just, thank God you said his name, dude. He is the best, best player in football whose name is not mentioned on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. And and I I guess we call that the most underrated player, but dude, he is unbelievable. I think he's like overshadowed by Cooper Cup. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, like those big names. But, dude, he's unbelievable. He's the running back when they need him to be like – and he's a real running back. He's the wide receiver. He can screen. He's the Odell Beckham receiver where he'll slant out and take it for 70 yards. He'll take you over the top. Debo Samuel is unbelievable. And you, you, we talk about Kittle, but without Samuel, this team stinks. (laughs) Like legitimately stinks. (laughs) It's not even formidable. Yeah, the, my my only problem with Samuel, and I talk about this like come like fantasy season, especially when we're talking about like drafts and stuff like that. He's just not. He just can't stay healthy. So yeah, he's good. Yeah, that's what he's I'm saying. When he's, he's on the in, field, that's, yeah, that's what I'm he, saying. It's, yeah. He's gonna fall in love with this team. The, the, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to San Francisco playoff games, but I, I I like what you said about Tennessee and the division hunt with the Colts, especially. Yeah, I but think, San Francisco's kind of in that too. That's that's the other thing. They're eight and six. The Cardinals haven't looked that good. They've lost the last two. They lost to Detroit last week outright. That was incredible. And the Rams, uh, Rams have been okay, but again, they haven't been blowing people out and winning by thirty or forty points like they should be some weeks. So, you know, I think this division, the NFC West, as much as it scares me, because we both have the Cardinals to win. I'm a little nervous about this whole division. So, I think San Francisco still feels like. You know, let's not worry about the playoffs. Let's worry about winning the division, and they have a shot to do it with the rest of their schedule. So I'm taking San Francisco in this minus three and a half. I know they're on the road. I know it's a short week, but I just think that they have a better defense. I think they have a better run game, and then they have a much better passing game right now. Jimmy Garoppolo, I I picked him up uh, in fantasy just because I needed someone because of COVID and stuff, and he's been great the last two weeks. Nothing crazy, but 200 yards, a touchdown. Like It's just what you need when you're San Francisco. Nothing too exciting nothing too bad but he's not turning the ball over so i like san francisco on this one thursday night i love garoppolo all year bro honestly yeah. he's been he's been under the radar we've been loving mac jones is disgusting so now yeah, and all, all the hype all season about trey or off season about trey lance trey lance trey lance <laughs> haven't heard his name once all season because just jimmy g's been fine so like i said i like him i like them maybe to win the division but oh. i'm hoping arizona holds out we'll see Tiffs for that one division. Don't get crazy. But let's stick. Let, you, 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 let, let's stick. Let's stick to it. We stick to the division. We're talking about Tennessee's division. We're talking about this Arizona division. And Saturday, the the, the second game, 
We have two games yep. on Saturday, the eight o'clock, I guess the prime time in this case, yep. is the Indianapolis Colts at the Arizona Cardinals. And I, damn, I, uh, this is one of the games I'm sick about missing because this is a huge game to find out what these two teams are really made of. Indy is trying to seal up their they, they they've been they've been hunting down the Tennessee Titans for weeks, man. They've been hunting yeah. them down, and they're trying to finally uh, seal up this hole. I I think that they are salivating at the fact that this Cardinals team went from the most dreaded game. Oh my god, all season. I can't believe we have to verse Arizona coming down the stretch. Like we better be good by the time we're there. Yeah, we better be good. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we better not need this game. And now it's, dude, thank God we're playing the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I I totally feel that. But let me ask you a question. Does that make, does that worry you about why it's only one and a half? John, it worries me so much. I'm switching my pick. I was about to say because the way you're talking about it, you had you had the classic line. I think it was our clip that we put out last week. The indie game last week against the Patriots is a classic pros versus Joe's game. Everyone was on New England. New England was hot. New England was looking good. New England's coming off a bye. Indy, the line doesn't really make sense. Why is New England an underdog? It doesn't really make sense. And then Indy absolutely blows him out. And I was I was wrong on that. I took Patriots alternate line. I was trying to put a live bet in. Thank God I wasn't able to because I was even more money because the indie just top to bottom beat them from the, the kickoff to the end of the game. So I'm switching my pick. I liked Indy going into this, but this is why we do this. This is why we talk it out. You were talking about it. When you start talking about it, I started looking at the public money right now. I see Yo. 70% of the money is on Indy. 30% of the money is on Arizona. Arizona, hungry dog runs faster. Arizona got absolutely embarrassed by the Detroit Lions. They're the talk of the town about how bad they are. Are you know all this stuff? People are injured. Hopkins is out. Connor's on the injury report this week. Uh, Edmonds is coming back off an injury. Didn't, you know he had a couple <laughs> plays last week, but wasn't amazing. Kyler Murray didn't look too good. Is he injured? <laughs> all this stuff. Give me Arizona. Give me minus one at home to close out the season. They're going to need to get some good wins here. They're going to bounce back here. I like Arizona on this one, minus one. I'm with you, man. I am totally. This game opened at minus four and a half Cardinals. It's down to minus a half Cardinals. It's not even at one and a half anymore. It's at a half. And like you said, not only is 70% of the bets on uh, the Indianapolis Colts, 96% of the money I have on the Colts. This is, this might be the easiest game of the week. Honestly, yeah. looking at it, this might be the easiest game of the week. I, 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 I gotta take Arizona. I, this, I'm not gonna make this the best bet, but this honestly might be, might be, might be. I, the Jonathan Taylor MVP talk is just is is a little. Oh. Uh, is, is, oh. is, is definitely what's pushing this, you know, behind this too. This is all ready for a hard crash, in my opinion. Jonathan Taylor, MVP talk. I said Cooper Cup is moving up in the <laughs> rankings. Like, come on, guys. It's going to be a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we're together on this Arizona pick, but the other four, the other game on Saturday, the four o'clock game is, is a really good game too. I mean, I, flip, flip the coin for the primetime game, honestly, because with the extended week, 
and the extended playoff team in in the NFL, there's also one less bye week. And the playoff game on Monday. I, I, I hope we all didn't forget. We have a Monday playoff game this year, which is really oh, yeah. awesome. ESPN won't let you forget, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't been watching ESPN, but yeah. uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, we have the Cleveland – I guess that's how you know, right? <laughs> Cle- yeah. the, Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay is fighting for that number one spot. Shout out Luda. Minus seven and a half. And Cleveland, with the ridiculous AFC North, is sitting at seven and seven. And they're plus seven and a half. They're getting the hook, Greg. And I, I, I don't know. There, there has been uh, – actually, let me pause. What is do you do you have a, a week sixteen COVID generator on, on your side with, oh, with the list? Yeah. So what's going on? Of course, with I got the COVID tractor going. Who do you want to know? Cleveland is Cleveland getting healthier, or are they still are they still on the COVID list? Nope, they're still not. They're still not past. This is let's see when this is updated. As I think this is updated as of last night, thirteen hours ago. This was updated so as of Tuesday night. Okay, yeah, so we don't Tuesday have we don't know yet. Okay, yeah, but so they have as of Tuesday night, testing. they have a ton. Twenty one. I love Cleveland, dude. I so love I. Cleveland in this game. The, like the Packers and the Cowboys have been absolute money makers this year. Yep. And they killed it last week. And they're both ridiculously big favorites this week in primetime games. I cannot touch those teams. I legit, I cannot touch them. On the other side, we have a desperate Browns team, like literal desperation. <laughs> Dude, they're so, what are they? They're seven and seven, and they're like one game out of the division. That's the closest division in all of football. You can you can you can host almost two playoff games. Yeah, in Cleveland, that changes everything, man. If you're a wild card team with an injured Baker Mayfield, rather than being at home chilling in the dog pound, and they're used to primetime games at this point, they've been playing primetime all year. Yeah, I, I and they run the football and they play defense, dude. I would be afraid of this Cleveland team uh, at home. Honestly, I'm afraid of all the AFC North teams. If I'm being a little bit honest with you, I don't oh, want to play wait. any of them. Wait, we have we, we're gonna have an interesting conversation about a couple AFC North teams later. So, but um, I start, it starts with Cleveland. I to be honest, it starts with, with you, Cleveland. I like I, the money line. I like the money line. I I, I promise. I, I I think that Green Bay is gonna lose this game. They have to make it a little closer. They have to make it interesting. In that in that bye week coming down for the next two weeks, Arizona's yeah. gonna win, like you said. Green Bay is gonna is gonna lose, right? It's gonna make it. They're gonna be tied up there, and then we have we have we have another game. I mean, that wraps up the the Thursday Saturday games. Well, yeah, I'm I'm taking the Browns. I'm I'm with you in that, and I, you and I are so on the same page that this is either gonna be a disastrous week or it's gonna be a week to remember because. Little teaser, Cleveland Browns are money line is definitely in my Hail Mary parlay. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so on the same page every which way. Defense travels, running travels. Yeah, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield has been on the COVID and so has their other backup quarterback there. Keenum, that's good. But they, they run the ball. They rely on Chubb. I think Hunt might be back too if he clears COVID this week. So. Um, and that defense, that defense just is as good as any, I think, when they're all healthy. So I like Cleveland going to Green Bay. Green Bay's been good, but they haven't been impressing me, if that makes sense. So last week against the the Ravens, I don't know how it got close at the end. That was crazy. So I like Cleveland on that one. 
the double teaming Adams was crazy. I don't think Cleveland's going to have to do that. Did you see that? They, the whole they, thing with Devontae Adams, I don't understand it. No, I didn't see it. So why don't you talk about that quick, and then I have a comment about Devontae Adams that, that I don't understand. So they were they were literally double covering him the entire game. Like, you know when PlayStation, when you're playing Madden, yeah. and you just, like, take your safety, and you just, like, double cover him on a receiver because you know your friend's going to, like, throw a Randy Moss because sure. like, everyone would play with the Patriots back in the day, like, you know, yeah. when he was there. And I would just like, I'd have to like throw someone to double on Moss because he's just going to catch it over the guy. So yeah. that's exactly what they were doing. They literally had a guy lined up in the front and a guy lined up like 10 yards back in their safety, just like literally behind him. And they just yeah. shattered him all game. And so Aaron Rodgers came out and he's like, first, he's, he's annoyed about it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when Booker, when D Book, or the Suns guard was complaining that people are double teaming him and, uh, yeah, you know, all, and off season, yeah, and off season, yeah, like yeah. pick up ball. That's kind of what's yeah. happening. And I was just like, yo, that's mad annoying. And he's like, and he's trying to be like, oh, it's just mad respect. That means like you respect us so much. That means he's the best, you know, like just trying to be like, you know, like almost like Andrew Luck when he got hit to just be like, oh, good job, good job. Yeah. So you can like lessen the you know, blow the you next know. time for whatever like psychological reason. What do you got on Devontae Adams? Dude, I heard a DB talking about it this week, and they were saying, like, you know, you did a great job against Devontae Adams when you were covering him, but then they start moving him around. I don't know if it's – I don't understand the NFL enough, like, coverages and defensive schemes and stuff, but it seems to me like they just move Adams to the slot to get him off whoever's covering him, and then he just, like, runs for, like, 20 yards and gets a touchdown. It's just like, <laughs> why can we not defend that? Like, we know that we – I know that. Whoever – who are they playing? Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland this week, they're going to move Devontae Adams to the slot to try to get him open. Just keep covering him. Like, I don't – it makes no sense to me. And, again, my dumb gambling brain doesn't know <laughs> all the ins and outs of the NFL and the X's and O's and all that stuff. But it blows my mind that it's, like – Oh yeah, he's getting really covered really well on the outside. So we just move him to the slot and then he just, he'll score 150 yards and two touchdowns. Like how, how is that a thing that makes no sense to me, but it seems to work. I'm nervous about it because I know you got him in fantasy and I want you to win this week, but hopefully we meet in the championships and then uh, I want them to double triple <laughs> because I'm nervous about him, man. He can go for 150 and two touchdowns as, as quickly and as good as anyone. So yeah, I mean, the last note. Because we we've been spending a lot of time on this game, yeah. is I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the answer to that question. Aaron Rodgers reads the defense is just like Tom Brady. You're like, dude, just someone guard the slot. It's it's not a coincidence. That's always that position. That position when you move the guy around, you start reading the defense. You you basically like are you know when you when you do screens in basketball to try to get the 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 mismatch. Yeah. That's what's happening. They're just moving around. Yeah. They're they're trying to find the linebacker to guard Julian Edelman mm-hmm. to try to guard Devonte Adams. It's just not going to work. So that yeah. and if and if you do, if you move the cornerback, you ruin everything. Like now, all of a sudden, the right side's empty. So you know what I'm saying. So like it's yeah. like it's really it's really like Madden. Like Aaron Rodgers, the, these guys, Tom Brady. We're just not used to it as Jets fans, but these quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, they're playing Madden. Like if they move like Marvin Harrison from the right all the way to the left, and you follow him, and now the right's open, he's gonna be like, "Yo, Reggie Wayne, right on a slant to the right." <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? We're gonna be good to go. It's gonna be wide open. Everyone is on the left now because it's so. It just blows my mind that you just can't figure that out. Like you know they're gonna do it, and you know Aaron Rodgers, you, you, you can't fix it. People like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are so good that they eclipse it's crazy. Him. But let's stay let's stay in this division, and I guess okay. the, the the schedule makers knew exactly what they were doing. I you know kudos to the NFL because we're sitting here in week sixteen, and this game 
parallels the Sunday game, the LA Rams at the Minnesota Vikings. What a game, dude. The 10 and four Rams fighting for a division, also fighting for a bye week, just like the Cardinals, just like the Packers at the Minnesota Vikings, who at this point are just fighting for a wild card spot. But they don't, they have Thielen coming back. They don't look too bad, man. They, I mean, for what, for, to keep it in perspective, right? Like Kirk Cousins doesn't look so bad at to be Kirk Cousins, but it's still Kirk Cousins. He's a top right? fifteen quarterback. Oh my goodness. I, I can't get into it. But uh yeah, apparently he's, he's better than Russell Wilson. It was last week. Oh my goodness. All right, so this is interesting. What is the public on this game, man? This the so, plus two and a half Minnesota. So real quick, I just want to finish off because I did forget because of my Devontae Adams. Dumb sure. gambling rant. <laughs> Want to get back to the real gambling stuff. We talked about the Colts having 96% of the money on them. The Packers right now have 99% of the money on them. So okay. that's going to be a nice parlay for me on Saturday. Just a little Saturday fade the public bet because I love the Cardinals and I love the Browns. Um, but again, that's all going to change depending on COVID. So follow us on Twitter, winning the letter P weekly, and we'll give you material changes and any updates that we have right now. This game, Minnesota Rams, it's kind of flipped. Flopped a little bit, which I, I want to hear your your take on kind of how to read this. 66% of the bets are on the Rams, but 85% of the money is on the Vikings. So when you Ooh. hear that, when you hear most of the public bets are on LA, but then a lot of the money, like a crazy disproportional amount, is on the actually the other team, the, the Vikings. What does that say to you, and how do you kind of read that? So there's a hint, Greg. There's a hint. In the in the line movement to the answer here. Okay. It opened at three and a half and it went to three. Okay. If it moved with the Rams, you would say, Oh, the public is with the Rams, it's moving with the Rams. But this this is what we call a classic reverse line. If the number of bets are on which we usually call the Joes anyway. But mm-hmm. is is on the Rams and it's and it went from three and a half. It should go to four because Vegas is trying to get the money even on both sides. But no, it went to three. Meanwhile, all of the money, which we usually call the Sharps, they are on the Vikings here, which really is is with our same philosophy with both games so far. However, I just want to point out one thing while we're talking about these numbers. They might be a little skewed because the NFL just ended yesterday on Tuesday and we're recording on Wednesday. So we have a mm-hmm. little, there's a difference in, as you guys know, the fans with the waiver reports for your fantasy, they moved to Thursday. The injury reports for the NFL got moved and maybe that affected also the betting margins. So, you know, they might even out at some point, but looking at it from right now, you know, the early, they, they say the earlier you bet, the sharper you are anyway in the week. So here we are. I, 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 my, my original gut feeling was to take the Vikings, especially with that little tiny hook there. I know it's not the number you want, but it, you know, you had the three and a half, moved to three. We had a two and a half. It's, it's at three. I, I like the field goal, man. Give me the Vikings at home, catching three to a Rams team that killed last week. If you're asking me, I would say, who's going to guard Cooper Cup? These Rams are unbelievable. Doesn't matter. Henderson's in there. Michelle's in there. Doesn't matter. Stafford and Cooper Cup have breakfast together. And that, that's all that matters. It's apparently the only <laughs> thing that matters. I wish someone figured that out sooner. That's all I hear about. 
<laughs> and the defensive line looks good. They have the stars. Like it's it, it should be Rams, right? Rams, Rams, Rams. Give me the Vikings plus three at home. They need it. They're desperate. The Rams don't need this game. They can easily lose this game and just settle right into their wild card spot. I'm with you in that. I'm taking the Vikings as well. And to your point about the like what I was asking about with the whole discrepancy between the public bets or the ma- the number of bets versus the money. To me, the Minnesota with having a larger amount of money on it just lets me know that's where the sharp money is. That's where the professional betters are. So, you know, I just want to kind of highlight that stuff because people that might be listening might not be into gambling as much as we are. So, you know, on our Saturday picks, we said, oh, 99% of the money is on Green Bay. So I'm going to fade that. 96% of the money is on uh, Indianapolis. So I'm going to fade that. And now all of a sudden we get to the Sunday slate and we say 85% of the money is on Minnesota. So I'm going to take that. That could be a little confusing. So just want to kind of highlight that for those first two games, the public money, the number of bets and the amount of money were the same. Here, it's a little crisscross. So that kind of indicates something to me. Again, it's early in the week. Lines do move. I think that's something we can do maybe in the offseason, John, is just kind of break down some like gambling terms and gambling things that we look at. Opening line value, closing line value, all that kind of stuff, because the numbers do move. So, you know, you got to pay attention to it all week long try to get some good value in those. But to your point, Minnesota plus three, you know, Minnesota scares me sometimes with their ability to kick field goals, but home <laughs> team, like you said, they're hungry. They got to get a spot in this playoffs. Good, I D. Think good defense. And I can't stop when I think of Minnesota. Now I don't think about you telling me that they cover all the time. I think about them running against the Steelers. What was it? Two weeks ago. And they just had there was lanes like you couldn't believe on that field. So if Minnesota can get that going, that offensive line going against the Rams, how do you stop a good pass rusher and Aaron Donald? You run at him. How do you stop a good defensive guy like Jalen Ramsey? You don't throw it to him because you're running the ball for 200 yards. Madison's back this week off COVID. They got a great two-headed monster in Minnesota at home. I like that plus three. Greg, let's lock that in. Greg. I'm going to leave you on this note. Not only do they have a really good defense, yeah, they, they lead the league in sacks. Ooh. The Minnesota Vikings. Get them points at home. Ooh. Leading the league in sacks. Versus, give me, last note on this game, give me a COVID tracker for the Rams. They all COVID it up over there? COVID, like you can't believe that one, LA. All right. So as long as Kirky stays in his glass box, Mr. Mr. Uh, conspiracy Theory Vax, Vaxer, as long as he stays in his, his box, Thielen comes back. I love Minnesota plus three. I actually, you know what? Yeah, this, I mean. I got. I, I think I'm going to do it, Greg. I'm going to do it. I'm going to best bet this game. BB him? You're going to best bet to. him? I have, I mean, to. Uh, I have to. LA Rams have 25 people on COVID right now. I have to. Tuesday. They, they looked phenomenal last week. Minnesota's at home catching points. Great defense. Lead the league in sacks. Makes no sense. This is, makes no sense. I, I mean, I, they're desperate. I need Minnesota in this game. This might be like what am it's not gonna be on my what am I missing? Minnesota stinks. I get it. <laughs> All right. They're better Greg. than people think. They're better than people think. Greg, we are aligned on so many games, and I'm looking at it. Right I said now. I said when I looked at it, John. Oh John, my goodness. Brass, I was looking at it. It's gonna be a week to remember, it's gonna be a week to forget. Oh. I don't know what's gonna happen this week, but it I is didn't gonna realize. be something. John, it's going to be a week to remember or a week to forget. All right. I'm nervous it's about this the opposite, one. Like man. three games. I'm nervous about this one. 
We got the Detroit Lions plus five and a half at your Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons are minus five and a half, and we're aligned on this game. Uh-huh. No, we're aligned on the Atlanta Falcons game. This is terrible, terrible news. Yeah, if you're at if you're out there, I'm taking Atlanta minus five and a half. You can run. <laughs> to your local betting establishment and put a money line bet on Detroit. There's no way they just look good two weeks in a row. I think they're going to come off their high of beating the best team in football. It was like the first time in however many years that the worst team in football beat the best team in football in a, you know, a regular season game. It was incredible to watch. It was puzzling to watch. Um, the fact that Detroit's, you know, plus five and a half, it made me think about it a little bit, but Atlanta minus five and a half. I feel like Atlanta shouldn't be five exactly. point favorites against anyone. Exactly. But I think Detroit's going to have a big down letdown spot. They're on the road. They're traveling. Atlanta's look good in some spots. I think they're a little bit of sneaky, a little better offense than people realize. You talked earlier about Debo Samuel being this incredible wide receiver, one of the best gadget guys uh, in the league. I know it's coming. Cordell Patterson, man, he's right there with them. And you know what? He's on the field. He's He's been here all season long. He's been doing great things. Russell Gage had a good week last week. So I think Atlanta gets to seven and eight here and they get the win. They get the cover. And you know what, Greg, if you listen to this podcast long enough, that should be a clear bet Detroit Lions. Uh, you know what, Greg, the, the reason why I, I couldn't make this my what am I the last game? My what am I missing pick is because it has to be this. It has to be this game. This is my what am I missing pick? And it really is not even to do with the with the line, right? Because first of all, the, the Lions getting less than a touchdown on the road makes no sense to me. That's bananas. So the Falcons only three points better than the Lions. That's insane. Okay. That's number one. Doesn't make any sense. That's what, oh, what am I missing, right? Let's talk about things that make no sense. Number two, Greg, the public and the money is with the Detroit Lions. I, I I need stats on when that has happened this year. Makes no sense. How much do you know you got percentages in front of you? Because is, 75, is 75% of the money and 60% of the bets are <laughs> That's on insane. the Detroit Lions. That's insane. The fact that I'm fading the public by betting against the Lions is absolutely bananas. I like I what am I missing, bro? I know yeah. I know I am the resident Atlanta Falcon hater. I hate them. I hate everything about them. I, I, I was off the Cordell Patterson train for, for, for weeks. It took me weeks to be a believer there because I mean, I, if New England, if you lose on New England, if you stink on New England, it's over for you, man. <laughs> like it's just like, yeah. in my opinion, it's usually just over for you. Last week, they also burned me, the Falcons, right? Like they got, they got creamed by the, the San Francisco 49ers. They couldn't even keep it to a single digit game. Yep. So I, I just, Six points, dude. What are we talking about? <laughs> I, I I need the Falcons here, even though you have them. Yeah, scary stuff. Scary stuff. You know what's even scarier? The fact that New England didn't throw the ball until like the fourth quarter. They threw three total balls, absolutely murdered the Buffalo Bills. And so much so that reporters asked the two Star linebackers for the Buffalo Bills if they're embarrassed. They're they're all, they're trying to win the division out here. Ask them if they're yeah. embarrassed. That's how bad that game went. New England is minus two and a half at home, coming off a loss. 
versus Buffalo Bills. Looking for revenge, man. This is a crazy game. I can't believe this didn't get flexed into prime time. This is a yeah. crazy game. What Especially because of the last time they played. That's what I'm saying. And it's for the division. This is for this is for the AFC East. Yeah, and I don't know, like I'm a little nervous that I'm biased in this because I need New England to win. I need New England to win the division for a lot of my bets to have me really stocked and ready to go into these playoffs. Um so I'm taking New England here minus two and a half. I think it's a classic. I said earlier, hungry dog runs faster. New England, I think, kind of got embarrassed, punked a little bit on a prime. I don't know. Do you call are Saturday games primetime games? I don't know. Now all of a sudden there's like five or six primetime games a week because we got Monday football, Tuesday football. Well, those aren't primetime, and that's even known because we couldn't even watch it. We couldn't even watch the Rams. Yeah. It wasn't true. on anything. I literally that's couldn't insane. unless you unless you had the game ticket, you could not get that game. Yeah, so, on the West Coast. Yeah, this, this Saturday thing is not new. The Saturday thing has been, has been here for a while. I remember Tony yeah, so Romo I, playing on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's a primetime game or whatnot, but everyone was watching New England because it was the only game on last Saturday, and they got embarrassed start to finish. They were getting beat on special off a of bye teams. week. Off a of bye week, they got beat on special teams. Which, as 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 a Jets fan, I don't know. Last time I saw New England <laughs> yeah. get embarrassed on special teams, it was crazy. Um. Also, a little fun fact about that: the Indianapolis guy who kept blocking punts, his last name is Speed. <laughs> yeah, you should be illegal. You should be. You should be allowed. Should be to be allowed to be on the, in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a performance dancing drug right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like 101 speed and mad at it if your last name is Speed. So shout out to him; he's doing good. I mean, the Colts have a bunch of people going to the Pro Bowl, but Patriots. Uh, uh, I would normally think Buffalo would win this game because of how embarrassed they were after the last game, but because they beat up on Carolina to kind of get that frustration out, I think, last week, and New England lost so poorly, they came out and said that they didn't have a good week of practice, that they need to get focused. I think hopefully this is a good loss for the Patriots because I got them going deep in the playoffs. Um, so I like New England here minus two and a half, but I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it. I'm not taking them. I was thinking about a best bet here, but I really am back and forth on this. What do you got for this game? I got it. I got to stick with New England because I think Bill Belichick messed with them. I think he's all in their head. They're yeah. they're so mad about last game. Bill Belichick probably has probably he's not going to do a single thing he did last game. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think he's scrapped gonna, the whole playbook. Yeah, like I. He's going to change it up completely. He's watching what they did last week. He's watching how they responded, you know, versus yeah. Tampa Bay. Like, Bill Belichick. I mean, we Josh know. Josh Allen's banged up a little bit, too. Everyone kept talking about during that game, his foot, his foot. He's not running as much. For, Coming for, off a for loss, man, off a bye, New England had, is, is having a tough week of practice. Like, I'm yeah. telling you right now. Even though it hasn't happened yet, they're getting their butts kicked. I, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> I, I, we've been around this team too long. I love I love that you considered New England here for best bet because I love this I love New England here and I'm betting a little bit with my pocket because I have New England in those you know division parlays in the beginning of the yep. year so I I just I think New England I mean once New England beats you once and they own you like that they're just they're not gonna lose to you like if it comes down to it you know it's a it's the last play it's the last drive they're gonna score on the Buffalo. You know what I mean? They're at home, they have yeah, their number. It's at Foxborough too. They're gonna win by field goal. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's even if Buffalo's up in the first half or something. So, because I can see that. Oh yeah, I, I can see, see Buffalo coming like, off yeah. 
hot, like pissed off, coming off angry, you know, but New England's going to take this game. I'm with you. All right, you want to go to the worst, in my opinion, even though we start off with Jets-Jacksonville, I think the worst game of this Sunday? Sure. The NFC least, man, they never disappoint. (laughs) They never disappoint. The New York Giants, your boy Jake Fromm, couldn't do nothing last week. He's so bad. Might get the start this week. He played so well. Oh, my goodness. Plus nine and a half at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is minus nine and a half. And you guys all know how I am with Philly. I am to Philly what Greg is to Atlanta. And unfortunately, I'm here and I'm on Philly. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I had them right last week. We were both on Philly. I mean, is that is that a good omen? Are we just are we just? Yeah, it's keep... a great omen. You're riding with me on Atlanta. I'm riding with you on Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia minus nine and a half. I think that there. I think again. I, I don't know what it is about. I'm gonna blank on the coach's name there. Um, in Philadelphia, Sirianni, is it Sirianni? Sirianni, yeah, Sirianni. Sometimes he just forgets that they can run the football, and if he doesn't, if like he just needs to write on his little like playbook that's in front of him. He just needs a sticky note that says just run the football. Because <laughs> if he doesn't note. forget that they could run the football, they just run the football. And like yeah. they like Miles Sanders will get a hundred yards, but then also so will a couple other running backs and so will Jalen Hurts. Like it's insane when they're running the ball, they're doing good. And also too, we know from just talking football, listening to football for years, the linemen love when you run the football. So everyone's happy. Everyone's having a good time. They don't really have great pass catchers in Philadelphia. Goddard's looked pretty good at some points. You know, Smith has his plays here and there, but Ward was playing really good, I think, on Tuesday or Monday, whenever they played last. So, um, you know, they have a couple guys that can make catches when they need to. But honestly, if they just remember that they can run the football all day long, I think that this is in this, this is an easy win, such an easy win. I got this is my first best bet of the day. I'm riding. You're riding with me on Atlanta. I'm riding with you, Philly, and I'm riding to the best bet, promised land. I'm going Philadelphia minus nine and a half because I think the Giants are done. I mean, I agree with you. I just stink at betting the NFC East, man. Yeah. So especially the Giants too. I just never know with them. The Eagles, a lot of points. They keep it close. I don't know. I I, I like Philly, but I, I never feel strong enough to make this the best bet. But I like it. I like it. Let's yeah, go right with, now, right now, the only thing we were talking a little bit about betting percentages earlier, so I want to hear your thoughts on this. Right now, the the percentage of bets is like 50-50 right now. Okay. But 95%, 95% of the money is on the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it should be. It should be Eagles. I mean, the Eagles, you either take the Eagles or you don't play this game. Yeah. Don't Do not take the Giants, Jake Fromm, plus nine and a half. You call me a crazy person. You if you 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 hear someone tell you take the Giants plus nine and a half, you you run away as fast as you can from that guy. Or girl. Yeah. You just run it's away. In, it's in Philadelphia, like I said. If they just remember that they can run the football, they'll be set. Yeah, I I agree. But look, you know, I it's, it's really a toss up between that game and the Chargers versus Houston, dude. That's a terrible one as well. Guy Chargers minus eight and a half at Houston. There's a lot of one o'clock games this week. Red Zone's I was, just, I was just thinking that. I was like, why did we jump to the four o'clock slate? Nope, that's still a one o'clock game. <laughs> We're still this should be a four o'clock game. I can't stress this enough. I think like I say this every week. Why is there three four o'clock games? It's unbelievable. It drives me crazy. 
It's unbelievable. It really. I is need to write a letter to Roger Goodell. That might be the only way I can get it, get it through his head. Yeah. Well, the schedule on the week where we just praised the schedule writers, we're we're now you know taking them down. Such is life. Such is life. And this game, I think, is going to be up and down, just like the Houston season, dude. Yeah. This game, I can't believe how well Houston did last week. It blew my mind. <clears throat> It must be that Jacksonville's so bad, but then we have Jacksonville beating the Jets this week. So I that's just because of injuries, I think, and stuff. Yeah, or that's COVID, true. COVID, COVID, COVID on the guard. Like I say, if they're fully healthy, I think I think the Jets, think the Jets win Jets. that game. Me too, me too. But we're sitting here talking about the Houston Texans at home. What does that even mean? Like, uh, they don't have a core. Like Sims, he's been okay. They don't have all oh, their players hate them. The safety doesn't want to come in. The Chargers are fighting for a, a playoff spot. I love the Chargers here, man. I think the Chargers get it together, and they kind of they kind of just murder Houston. I think Houston got their last win of the season last week versus Jacksonville, and they're satisfied. Three wins. They're going to get a top five pick. It's all good. It's not disgusting. Three wins is not like I know we have an extra game this year, but we're not used to it yet. Three wins is beautiful. Yeah. No problem. You know that's almost four and twelve. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Three, Three three wins is fine. I, I I think I think the Chargers are gonna make Houston do the one two three Cancun by halftime, and it's gonna be like that for the rest of the season. Oh man, I, I was I kind of forgot that I was like Houston looked so good last week against Jacksonville, but I forgot that the that they played them week one and they murdered them too. It's like they can only beat apparently they can only beat Jacksonville when they beat Jacksonville. They kill them. So now you <laughs> got to get all their margin from. Bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like now you got me flipping a little bit because I was like, all right, you know, the Chargers, they've looked good, but they haven't really killed anyone from what I can remember the last few weeks. Houston's like pretty good, eight and a half points at home. You know, maybe they can keep this game close, but Probably not. I don't know. You, you really got me thinking now about this one. The only thing um, is, we saw Eckler on the COVID list. COVID list, yeah. So I don't know if it's COVID in LA. It's COVID in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a couple other people that, I mean, I think they had Slater out last week too with COVID. I don't know if he's going to be back, Joey Bosa. So they got some big name players. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. I'm going to keep Houston plus eight and a half. Again, don't feel great about it. But like I said, I, I don't, you know, the Chargers to me, they really should have beat Kansas City last week. So they're dead to me because they didn't because I really needed them to, to win the division. Um, so I'm gonna rock Houston plus eight and a half at home. Home team getting points, even that goes against our next game, which is Tampa Bay, Carolina. This is my what am I missing game of the week? Because I cannot figure this out. Carolina stinks. I totally agree with that. They're home, but Tampa Bay lost everyone last week. Everyone. Uh, you know, as some people say online, they looked like an infirmary at one point. They were out all their wide receivers. They're out Gronk. They're out their, their starting running back. And they're minus 10 and a half on the road. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I thought this was going to be four or five points. Uh, divisional game. Like, these guys play each other twice every year. Carolina, though, is just that bad. They're disgusting. Cam Newton can't throw a football. 
they can't run the ball anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, Carolina still spooks me out a little bit, but I'm leaning Tampa <laughs> Bay in this one because it's just too many points. Vegas knows something that we don't know. I think we talked about – I forget what oh, game. I, we, we talked wow. about. We talked about New you England. You on a loop here. No, yeah, we talked about last week. You said it. You said, does you know, does New England have COVID they're not talking about? Like, the line makes no sense. You know, does Vegas know something we don't know? Vegas did know something we don't know. Indianapolis killed New England. I think the same thing here. Like, does Vegas know something we don't know? Because why is it minus 10 and a half? I think Vegas knows something. So I'm going with Tampa Bay. I'm trying to get sharp. This is my one of my missing pick of the week. And possibly for the first time ever, my second best bet of the week. I'm best betting my what am I missing pick of the week. This is this is wild, man, because I think all your I agree with all your premises and I think you're actually correct, but I think you I think you missed come to the wrong conclusion. I really think so. I really can't think do, so. He can't I, throw football. He can't throw it. Dude, in in you know the, the 76% of the bets and the money are on Tampa. I know. I'm scared. And it moved from a minus 11 to minus 10. Listen, man. This I'll tell you what you 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 don't know what you you don't know what you're missing. I'll tell you. You were, you said it at the end too. It's like you have all the right answers, but you just keep coming. You have all. You just I'll keep tell you coming. why you're wrong. You say what you're saying. I'll tell you why you're wrong at the end. The Carolina Panthers think they Cam Newton can't throw. We don't care that he's he has five touchdowns since he came back, and they run the ball. We don't care that Chuba Hubbard's looking good. We don't care that the defense could probably do something. We don't care that Tampa Bay. Doesn't have a single player left on offense or defense. In the secondary, they don't have one single player left. And on the offense, they don't have anyone left except for good old Tom Brady. This is a division game. Believe it or not, the Panthers are fighting for a playoff spot. Believe it or not. I know I have them to win the play or to make the playoffs. Um Me too. And they're they're uh, still in there. They're they are. There. I I think that Carolina could win this game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers really got away with murder last week. Like, even though he, he looked bad in prime time, they just blamed it on the Saints because it's always the Saints. Tom Brady, but, prime time, you called it from a mile away. That's another great call you had last week. He stinks. <laughs> in prime time, he's just not good. I get this is one o'clock and it's, it's, it's not, you know, too much, uh, doesn't agree on his bedtime. But yep. I think the Carolina Panthers are desperate here, man. The Carolina Panthers are desperate for a playoff spot. And they're going to run the ball. They're going to be conservative. They're not going to ask Cam Newton to throw the ball. And honestly, who is Tom Brady going to throw the ball to? AB. It has to just. It's only AB. Godwin's out. Evans Scotty is hurt. Miller. The truth. Scotty Miller. Is he? I thought he was hurt. Was he even no, hurt he's there. Tyler Johnson. He came Stop. in. He looked okay. Ten and a half, bro. We're talking about ten and a half on the road. Cameron Braid. Stop. Ten and a half. Your, your, your favorite from a few years ago. I don't know if he's still your favorite. OJ Howard, he's healthy. He's back? I want him on the Jets. I, think I want so. like I want him for like I want like a conditional six round pick for OJ Howard. <laughs> you love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I agree with you. College. So so this is so this is it's my like last Davis point. in college, bro. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. So this is my last point on the Carolina Panthers Tampa Bay. When you look at it. And you look at all the numbers, you look at all the Excel sheets, all the paper, all the data you want. (laughs) It says take Carolina. Really? But I think so, because we talked about the public betting. We talked about Tampa. Right. So you should take Carolina. 
Oh, I'm just, I'm saying everyone's telling me Tampa, like Tom Brady, um, Tampa Buccaneers, they're, go, they're, they're, they're going for the bye week. Of course they're going to win. They're going to kill them. They're, right, they're you're looking, coming you're off looking a bad at in- game. Tom Brady's not going to lose two games in a row. The uh, Carolina, Cam Newton can't throw. McCaffrey's out. Matt Rule stinks. Well, not, we don't talk about that because it's not, in, it doesn't look bad on the Jets anymore. Robbie Anderson yeah. leads the league in drops. We don't talk about that anymore because it's not <laughs> for the Jets. But, you know, like, all these things, it's it's horrible out there. It should be. It should be 20 points. Carolina sucks. They don't have a quarterback. Is Sam Darnold playing this week? Literally, is Sam Darnold it, playing this week? If so, it should be three instead of 10. Minutes, but, <laughs> that's, all, that's what I'm saying. Um, but that yeah, was that was, that was gonna be my last point. Is I feel like all the public betting, all the stuff is kind of leaning you towards Carolina. But you and I sit down every week and we watch every game. And my eyes have seen Cam Newton throw football and he can't throw football. And I get that they're going to run the ball, and I get all this stuff. He's going to have to throw at some point, and he hasn't been able to throw a football correctly in four years. Some people went to college and left college at the time Cam, Cam Newton was able to throw a football. It's insane. So what if it's Sam so, Darnold? Sam Darnold's fine. I'm saying, would that change? Would the, is that a material change for this game? Would it be 10 yes. and a half? Okay, what if yes. it's 10 and a half? Are you switching? Yes, because you okay. know why Sam Darnold can throw a football? It might not be to his guy. It might, yeah. it might not be to his guy, but he can actually used to throw it. Okay, so uh, I think I think I think Darnold might be the guy here. To be honest with you, they were teasing that because Cam's that bad. Yeah, he is. Um, let's go to our last game of the one p.m. Man, what a okay. slate! AFC North, huge game. Baltimore at Cincinnati. This might be for the division. This is this is for this could be for the division. Could be, yeah. could be, but who knows? Like it's, it's still getting first, close. It's for first place, though. They're tied right Currently, now for first. At least for current. But it's still gonna yep. get nuts in the next two weeks. They're all playing each oh, other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cincinnati minus two and a half as it stands. What do you like in this game, dude? What I like is I want to see what the public I think it's is at three now. Game. I think it's a solid three. I'll tell you where it is. The money and the money's seventy eight percent on Cincinnati. And 57% of the bets on Cincinnati. Cincinnati is at three. Went from minus two to minus three. So everything's looking right. Nothing, nothing facetious here. I like Cincinnati in this one. I okay. think, uh, I think they're, I think they're, uh, a better team right now. Huntley has looked good for Baltimore. I said that last week. He's the covering king. I think he's covered now for all three games that he's played in. Um, but Cincinnati, has looked good, I think, against the run, if I remember correctly, looking at my pregame prep earlier today while I was looking at this. I think they have a pretty good run defense. I think that their offense is better than Baltimore. And I think they just match up well. It's a division game. They're home. It's minus three, so it's essentially a coin flip, according to Vegas. And I'm okay with that. I think these these are the best two teams in their division. It's late in the season. Lamar Jackson's banged up. Um, how Jim or John Harbaugh can't figure out if he's going for two or not. <laughs> oh, dude, so. I can't stand this going for two nonsense. If someone tells me that taking three points is the, is is a dumb move, one more like I listen to like a couple of big like uh, gambling guys and stuff. Everyone keeps telling me all these stupid percentages and decimals why taking three points is dumb. I hate you. I hate yeah. everyone. Take three <laughs> points, bro. It's but hard see, to score the NFL. It's hard, see, dude. It's it's it's, it's uh, who went for it at the end of the half last week? Chargers. Really so we're talking about Chargers Chiefs. Dude, take the damn three points. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, we were literally speaking during. We we're talking about it on the yeah on the on the podcast. And yeah. you were like, "Oh, you can't beat Mahomes." With the- what are you talking <laughs> about, bro? They literally, they literally could have. They would have <laughs> yes. gone overtime if they kicked it. I could. I I couldn't believe they're just against three points. The the Baltimore they have the best kicker in on the planet. Exactly the what I was going to say. What what did he do to John Harbaugh's family that? Uh, What's his name is banned from kicking apparently in Baltimore. It's unbelievable. It's, it's really nuts. I, I honestly, I think this might be the game that since he kills Baltimore. I really, I, I think they're just better. I think this, this has got to be the week. I really, I, yeah. I think that Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals are healthy. And I think they finally take it to Baltimore. Who's going to guard Jamar Chase? Raise your hand if you're guarding Chase. Raise, raise your hand if you're guarding Higgins. Like nobody. Yeah. So the only I, thing is, you said since he's healthy, we got to see what happens with Joe Mixon this week. He yeah. got banged up a little bit. They're fine without him. I think P. Ryan's fine. Like, I mean, Mixon's amazing, but I think they could, they could still manage. They it. throw the ball, man. Joe Burrow's a gunslinger. They throw the ball. They don't rely on the run. Like two years ago, it was like Joe Mixon City. That's not the case anymore. If the Bengals are for real, they're winning this game. They're taking a step ahead going into the playoffs. Can you imagine if Cincinnati has home field advantage? In the first round of the playoffs this year, what a transformation they've done in two years. If that's the case, I mean, unbelievable, dude. I I, I think the team that's going to win the division we didn't even talk about it yet, and, and it's the most far fetched day in the whole world. So I I, 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 I kind of want to jump straight to that. Sure, because you know what, I have I have one best bet slot left, and it might be who we're going to talk about next. So, John, who are we going to? We're going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, seven six and one, Pittsburgh Steelers at Kansas City. And they, there's COVID in Kansas City. This line is probably going to move, but right now it's sitting firmly at eight. Went from eight and a half down to eight. You told me Kelsey and Tyree Kill are both combined with half a point. That's banana town to me. But you know that's where we're sitting with the news. Dude, where's your, where, where are you? I mean, 91% of the money is on Kansas City and 54, and it's 50 50 on the number of bets. What do you like in this game, man? Where's your best bet here? Absolutely love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said it last week, I teased it mm-hmm. last week, and I feel more confident about it ever. Part of it has to do with the fact that I said Big Ben's better than Russell Westbrook. Part of it has to do with the fact that I said the Kansas City Chiefs stink at the beginning of the year and they've won like eight games in a row and they've looked amazing. But the other part of it is I think Mike Tomlin can get his guys ready to play a big game better than any coach in the league in the regular season. So I think that he's been rolling them up and he's been getting them going. And this is when it all comes together. That Pittsburgh Steelers defense goes on the road. Everyone's been talking about the Kansas City defense the last few weeks. The real defense in the in the league shows up. The Pittsburgh Steelers, TJ Watt shows up, and he balls out. Eight is just a lot of points um, in this game. I think it's going to be low scoring, but Kansas City's kind of surprised me the last two weeks. I thought they were going to be low scoring because the defense looks so good, and they keep throwing it up. Kelsey and you know, Hill aren't practicing. I don't know how much that really matters for guys that have been together for four or five years. I don't think it affects them too much if they're able to play, obviously. Um, but I like Pittsburgh in this one. Pittsburgh is one of those teams that I feel like keeps it close. They were getting killed by Minnesota, and they battled all the way back and almost took the lead um, a couple weeks ago. I feel like Pittsburgh just keeps it close on the road at home. It doesn't matter. 
Eight points, I think, is just too much. I'm taking Pittsburgh as my final and third best bet of the week. So, Who do you like? The Pittsburgh Steelers are my hold-your-nose pick of the week because Kansas City is amazing. They look so good. They're at home. They need the bye week. And I just don't understand why they're minus eight still. Like, what is the rationale here? That they're still minus eight. It makes like I don't get it. It's my hold your nose pick to take Pittsburgh plus eight, and I think we have a double best bet here. Like I'm, I, I on Pittsburgh because what? I, yeah, man, I, I have no idea in what world that Kansas City is going to win this by a two possession game. This is a two possession win all, all, all over a desperate Pittsburgh Steelers team for what? How? Why? Make this make sense. Uh, they have a good defense. They run the ball. They don't do anything crazy. Deontay Johnson getting those playing, honestly, like Antonio Brown out there. Yeah. They got Claypool doing this Antonio Holmes impression out there. I mean, they, their tight end, he, he's doing his best Heath Miller. Like they, 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 they have the, the players that aren't amazing, but they just fulfill their role. Their defense looks good. Mike Tomlin. Plus eight is ridiculous, man. I kind of like the money line in this game. John, you're 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 giving away. I don't know. Can you see my hail mary parlay? You're giving it away a little bit today. We'll I think I might. I think I might just tail your hail mary parlay at this point. Wow. It's it is a hail mary and a half, but we'll I, see. We'll see that for the we'll end. We'll see. Though. We'll see. Let's go to a game where, I mean, we've been on your case on Nick Jets, etc. I've been on your case here. We're talking about the quarterback. From Seattle by the name of Russell Wilson was having some issues with DK Metcalf, having some issues on the defense, having some issues with the offensive line, having some issues with the coach, the fans, the media, his wife, everyone, <laughs> right? Like, every, me, his issues with Greg, me. Greg, Greg everybody. He, Russell Wilson, he is George, he's been George Costanza his way out of Seattle for a good year, year plus at this point. And I agree. He hasn't been good in a year, year plus. You're right. I, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Ever since he made that declaration, didn't help. Everything's about pins in his finger. He's He's been working on his PR for, you could just tell at this point. But Seattle's at home, minus six and a half, less than a touchdown to the Chicago Bears. And honestly, man, I don't, who's the quarterback of Chicago? Fields. The Chicago Bears suck. I I have no I I when I watch Chicago Bears, I want to throw up. No, I hate their coach. I hate I well even, even when he talks to the refs, I get mad. I literally he, like I always think he's wrong. Like he's like he makes the most ridiculous challenges. He can't figure out a quarterback. They can't call a play. They have no running game. Justin Fields, now they're telling me he's so good, but now he's not unleashed by the coaches. Give me a break out here. I I think I'm taking Seattle, man. Seattle, do these are they out of the playoffs? Yeah. Like out, they can't make the wild card. Um I think they're I think they were like technically in the hunt yesterday. I saw a graphic, but I think their odds dropped like crazy when they lost. Yeah. I think the, I don't know if the L that's what I'm saying. I don't know if the L Took them officially out. However, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're technically eliminated. Like if you look at uh, uh, ESPN or whatever, I don't think they have the like the little E next to their name. 
Okay, um, so they're still in this game. Because listen, they don't have a first round pick, man. I'm going to keep rolling with them until until the end here because they don't have a first round pick and so they're still playing for something. And yeah. lock it on COVID. I'm, I'll excuse that a little bit. He was having issues with Metcalf. Yeah, the Carolina and Seattle both still in the hunt here, man. Yeah, Carolina has a tiebreaker over them, so it's close. Yeah. And Green Bay is one, or the Giants are one game back and also have a tiebreaker. So I think, I think, I think Carolina and Seattle survive this week. I think they're both going to win. Uh, oh, come on. Yeah, Carolina's going to beat uh, Tampa Bay. But anyway, oh. Oh. Seattle, six and a half is a lot of points, but I'm just going to, I'll take the touchdown. I'll take Seattle here. Where's the public? It's got to be nine on Seattle. It's got to be. I'm assuming it's a ton on Seattle because the public still hasn't come around to my correct take that Russell Wilson stinks. Wow. 65% Nine. of the 65 of the bets are on Seattle. 91% of the money is on Seattle, and they're all dummies. I am taking Chicago yeah, plus six and a half because Seattle can't score. They don't have an offense. Mm-hmm. They don't have a running back. They Alex don't Collins. have an offensive line. They have DK Metcalf, and the, for some reason, Russell Wilson doesn't like to throw to a top five wide receiver. I don't know why that is. I can't explain it, but he chooses not to throw to him. I have a I question. I don't know why. I have a question. Now that I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to move off the game for a second, but you just mentioned me with the, with the running games. I have a question. Has Le'Veon Bell won a game in the last like three years that when he was rostered on the team? Because he, he just got picked up to Tampa Bay. I know it's just like, it kind of reminded me of that. You just yeah. know when a team picks up Le'Veon Bell, it's it, like the team is reeling. It just reminds me because like the Seattle had they were talking about AP, right? Like that that, that was a thing. They they are desperate running back, obviously. Yeah. I, I I I I'm taking Seattle here because I will. Not, I just cannot bet Chicago ever, 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 ever. I bet Chicago every week. I don't really know why I do it. I'm sick in the head, but taking Chicago plus six and a half. Matt Nagy. I think honestly, you know what it is. I feel a certain kinship to the Chicago Bears fans. I feel like I say this multiple times a week that they're a loser franchise, we're a loser franchise, and they are where we were with Adam Gase. So I just feel bad for them because they know their coach is gone. They know their GM is gone. They know they're going to full real <laughs> rebuild mode. Um, the only thing that scares me is watching that Chicago Bears last week. They could move the ball down the field. But then when they got to the red zone or the, like a 30 yard line and getting in, when they got in the field goal range, they just like completely combusted. And I don't know <laughs> if that's like, the, I don't know if that's the players getting nervous or the play calling or what, but all of a sudden they get inside the 30, 35 yard line and they're, they're, they're fumbling. They're, they're putting the ball on the ground and they're recovering, but still they're taking 10 yard losses. They're doing all kinds of weird stuff. Justin Fields sometimes, I don't know what it is with him, but I feel like he's another one that forgets that he could run the football. Like, I don't know if you remember, I'm, specifically there was a play where he tried to pump fake a lineman, the lineman jumped up, and then instead of moving out of the way, he just let the lineman fall on him and he fumbled the ball. It's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you yeah, can I run. You, you, can run you can run, Justin. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have to get tackled by this guy. It's in the air. He can't move. Let's get out of his way. But like I said, I don't, I think, I think it honestly part of it for him is just being a rookie and the processing. I think it's a lot to process when you get into the NFL. And I don't think he's getting any favors from his coaching staff. So I like them plus six and a half just because I think they're one of those teams that could keep it close. And I really do believe that Seattle stinks and I kind of need them to win 
because we have their pick. So I need Chicago to win because we have Seattle's pick. So I need yeah, Seattle. I would to love losing. That. I would love it. I just don't see it happening. I would love it, but I don't see it happening. And so Seattle can't score. Take the Seattle. under. That's my that's my real pick for this game. Take the under. I like that. I like that. Last four o'clock game. My last best bet. And I saved it for the last game of the four p.m. And this seems so easy to me, man. This seems so easy to me. It's your boy Derek Carr at home. Basically a money line game. Denver is starting Drew Locke after Teddy Bridgewater got hurt last game with the My neck. Other guy. We got they took off his face mask and left his helmet on. Not yeah, good that was stuff. Scary. Vegas at home. Low key home field advantage. Everyone talk about how other teams are gonna look forward to going to Vegas, et cetera, et cetera. They've been okay. I think Vegas yep. wins this game, dude, outright. It is basically a money line game. I love Vegas here. They're D line, Max, Max Crosby. I I can't see Denver coming close in this game with Locke on the road against that Vegas D line. I legit came. I can't even fathom that happening. John, I just thought the same exact thing. But while you were just talking, I looked at the betting. 60% of the bets are on the Raiders. 90% of the money is on Denver. Okay. Oh, on Denver. On Denver, John. What am I missing? What is going on? Why is 90% of the money on the Denver Broncos who have lost their quarterback? Uh, I think one of the running backs is banged up. I can't remember, though. Ooh. But they lost a couple wide receivers. Yo, Javante Williams out. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what am I missing here? Why is 90% of the money on Denver when Las Vegas, as far as I can remember, is completely healthy? You keep ragging on me for saying Derek Carr is good. He's second in the league in (laughs) passing. Second. Not, he's ahead of Brady. He's ahead of Rodgers. What are we talking about? (laughs) So. You know, you can rag on me all you want about him, me thinking he's good, because he is good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I keep talking. I keep saying oh, this this name that apparently no one in, on Twitter, the NFL world, talks about, Hunter Renfro. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable yeah. week in and week out. He's, like, again, just this great is player Waller that playing? no one's talking about. What's up? Is Waller playing? Waller, I'm not sure about. It's killing me because I got him in the fantasy league. And I need him back because he's been out for two or three weeks. Um, but Renfro's been picking it up, man. They're still throwing the ball. They're not slowing down. So um, they definitely have a couple injuries. They got they lost the running back a couple weeks ago. They lost Waller. I don't think he's practicing yet, but again, it's early in the week, so we don't know. But I'm taking Las Vegas in this. Like you said, it's minus a half a point. It's pretty much a pick them. I like Vegas at home in this one. Just because I think they're a better team, it's a division game, they're home. I think Vegas is going to throw the ball. And I don't know if Denver can with uh, their backup quarterback. Boy, Drew Luck, Young Jeezy. Love him. Going to Sunday night, NFC Least, Washington plus 10.5 at Dallas. Dallas, another moneymaker, dude. Moneymaker this year. They've been so good on defense. Insane. Washington, though, their third string quarterback looked okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he did. I don't, I don't, I don't. For a third string quarterback, it looked fine. Getting ten and a half is nuts. I get it. They have their third string running back. I get it. Dallas, one of the best teams in the league. Dallas is going to win the game, but not by more than ten points, bro. Maybe even ten, but eleven. 
That's a lot, man. That's like a two touchdowns straight up. That's that's a lot. I like Washington division game. Ten, just give me the points here. For me, this is uh like if then then that. I'm taking Washington if Heineke plays. If Heineke doesn't play, I'm going with Dallas. I don't care who's in. Put it on the record right now. I think it's too big. I think it's too big of a game. I think it's too big of an environment for a third string guy who's had one week of practice. I think Dallas. I think their offense is reeling a little bit. Like I think Prescott, they're talking about him having a hamstring. Um, I think they're fighting just to win this game, lock up the division, lock up a spot in the playoffs, so they can start resting guys and getting healthy for the playoffs. Um, Zeke's been banged up throughout the you know throughout the season. Tony Pollard missed a week. so I think they're looking to just close out this division, get this game done at home. I agree with you. They're definitely going to win. Are they going to win by 11 points? I think with Heineke, he makes enough plays that that won't happen. But if it's a third string guy, I think that Dallas defense is going to smell blood in the water. You know, Trayvon Diggs is going to go for the, the another two interceptions. And, you know, Parsons is going to have a dead <laughs> field day. So, um, like I said, if it's third string quarterback there, I like Dallas. But if Heineke goes, Heineke can go. So I think he keeps it close. All right. I don't care who's the quarterback. I like Washington. Ten and a yeah. half is nuts. Monday night probably will be one of the Monday night games, <laughs> right? With COVID. Yeah. This seems easy to me, dude. That's what scares me because I thought it was easy too, and you're a little bit of a Saints whisperer. So I'm interested in what your thoughts are on Saints at home minus three and a half, hosting the Miami Dolphins, who don't look now are seven and seven. I can't believe that they have a hook here. I can't believe they have a hook. This game should be either two and a half where nobody knows or five and a half. Like yeah. the, the three in the hook the is two disgusting. numbers that I hate the most, by the way, two and a half and five and a half. Yeah, exactly. Like that's where it should be. Like, yeah. we don't know, figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Pittsburgh's usually in there. Miami's usually in those numbers. Saints also float around there. I love Miami plus three and a half, dude. I love Miami plus three and a half. Their running backs are going to be back healthy. They're, they're coming off COVID. If their running backs are back healthy, do they? How do they not run Duke Johnson out there? He had, he had a career week last week against them. Their fortunate running back is now Duke Johnson. Gaskin is looking good every week by yeah. week. Gizeki is looking good week by week. Devontae Parker is fine. Waddle will be back. Their defense is great, and honestly, they're not going to let New Orleans run on them. They're just not. Like yeah. Taysom Hill, like Kamara could do so much. When Taysom Hill literally can't you're talking about Cam Newton can't throw the ball. I'm gonna introduce Taysom you Hill to Taysom, throw, Hill. Taysom Hill could actually throw the ball, it's just not accurate Stop. or to his guys. Stop. So what, Cam what is he looks doing? Like, Cam Newton, I feel like I like <laughs> wince when I watch him throw the ball. Like it just looks like he's in pain. Oh my goodness. I, I, I think this is a really easy game. I, I I believe that the Saints coming off that Tampa game, people are a little uh let down. Little, little high on the Saints right now. Wow, they stopped Tom Brady. It's because Tom Brady stinks and the Buccaneers stink, and now they're giving 10 and a half. makes no sense. But anyway, yep. <laughs> I I love Miami here, even though I hate Tua with everything. I think he stinks. <laughs> but, no, no, Tua stinks. Even though you know, last week he had two nice throws, nice little rainbows in because the Jets were forcing that, but he had two of them. They forced him to do it, and he was like two for 100. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I'm well, with you. I, I'm taking I, Miami. I like to. I'm taking Miami. 
talking about unders. They're gonna, both teams are going to run, 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 run. This clock is going to go by so fast. This is going to be a fast game. If you can bet on the timing of this game, take the under. And the points, take the under. I like that. I'm with you. Miami plus three and a half to close out the slate. All right, Greg. You've been teasing your teasers and your parlays all game, all day, all game. <laughs> uh, what do you want to start off with? Let's go with the teasers. Um, I got a couple here that I like, and really it's just about trying to get them over some football numbers. So I'm going with huh, what stinks is that we I switched my pick to Arizona. So I'm going to go with Arizona. It's going to not be a football number, but instead it's going to be what Arizona plus five and a half instead of minus a half a point. I'm okay with that. So I'm going to take uh, Arizona plus five and a half. I'm going to take the Houston Texans, moving it up to 16. Jacksonville Jaguars up to seven. The Dolphins up to nine. And the Bears up to 12 and a half. It's a five-leg teaser that gets me to plus 333. And I really need to hit one of these. I've hit I've hit two teasers so far this year. I need one more to kind of get me back to a good spot where I'm happy with the number. And then, yeah, we'll see about this Hail Mary parlay coming up. But let's let's hear your teaser first before we get into the Hail Mary parlays. So, as you know, I'm out next week. I'm being yep. uh, in Africa for the next couple of weeks. So I just I, I want to let go on a win, man. I want to end this. I need I need a win on the teaser. I'm going with a nice and easy three team buying eight point teaser. Okay, like, I'm, I'm I'm trying to win this week. All right, we got Vegas plus seven. At home, we got the Colts plus nine and a half, and we got the Browns plus fifteen and a half. The only Ooh, one I'm like a little worried about is the Colts. A little worried, but nine, nine, come on, keep it single digits. Yes, that that's plus one hundred, even money. Like, come on, like let me just get a win here. So we're gonna go nice and easy on the teaser. I just want a W here, but. That leaves me some room to play on the Hail Mary, but I'm still going conservative. On the term Hail Mary, it's supposed to be a crazy parlay. I'm taking a five-teamer, three money lines, and two spreads, both <laughs> underdogs. Like, I'm doing my – it's easy here. We're just trying to You're win trying, trying to get some wins for the end of the season. I like that. We have the Panthers plus 10.5 and, and the Browns plus 7.5, right? Both football numbers with the hook. Like, yep. what else can I ask for? Plus, we got three money lines, all favorites. We got the Bengals money line versus the Ravens at home. They're playing for the division. We got the Patriots at home playing for the division. And we got the Falcons at home playing the Detroit Lions, who apparently can't stop winning. But I think I think this is where the buck hit, uh, meets the road. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's plus 1351 here. So you take both of those, okay. put 100 on both of those, walk away with a, almost a cool 1500. It's nice. It's nice. A nice little parting gift going into Christmas. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it pays for a couple of gifts. I like that. So for my Hail Mary, I went back to the roots on this, and I'm shooting for the moon. Because oh. if we hit this, I mean, we're already up this year. We're gonna be. We're gonna end up the season. If I miss the next two or three, I'm still gonna be up. You know, eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars because of the one I hit earlier in the season. But this is we're trying to take. We know we're gonna have some money left over, so now we're really trying to push it. And I'm with you in this. I'm going back to the true roots of a Hail Mary. I'm taking big underdogs 
and I'm taking money lines, and I'm going Cleveland Browns, money line against the Green Bay Packers on Saturday. I go Chicago Bears, money line against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. And I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers, money line against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's it? Just those three? That's it. It's just three teams, but they are big-time odds. They are big-time underdogs. And it's late in the season. Weird things can happen. I don't know how it's going to go, but it's $100 to win $5,070. I'm actually going to be betting this bet because I did not realize it was going to be $5,000. So at this point, I have to put it in because I really do believe in these teams, in these matchups. I do think the Cleveland Browns have a shot against Green Bay if they can play good defense and run the football, control the clock, keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. I do believe the Chicago Bears have a chance against Seattle because Seattle's playing that poorly. And if they can just figure out the red zone, if they could figure out the red zone last week, they could have scored 30 points. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Kansas City Chiefs, that's going to be a crazy one. But again, it gives me the option because it's Sunday, 4 o'clock. If I really wanted to, I can hedge that out, but... I don't think I'm going to. Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, give Kansas City Chiefs a little bit of trouble. They're playing for a playoff spot. They're playing for the division if they win this game. Plus 295 in that underdog. So, again, $100 to win 5070 That is going to be my Hail Mary parlay of the week. I like that. And I like adding Pittsburgh to everything. <laughs> like that that money line's crazy. They're, they're huge underdogs, and I, I really do think they're going to win. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm going to take those individually, too. Because, again, if you hit on... If you hit on one of those, you kind of pay for the other two. So, you know, one's plus 285, one's 240, and one's 295. All right. And let's Greg, through, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, let's run through the slate again real quick before we wrap up. Um, best bets for me, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Best bets for you, John, Vegas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. Got the double best bet in there. Hold your nose for me is Cleveland. Hold your nose for you is Pittsburgh. Those are two big underdogs. you Tampa as your hold your nose. No, Tampa Bay is my what am I missing? Oh, all right. And Atlanta right. for you is your what am I missing all pick right. of the week? Because again, those lines just make no sense. Yeah. Hold your nose though. I love her. Hold our noses. I have them both in my in my uh, parlay. Dude, I can't remember the last time I lost a hold your nose pick. I'm not even joking. Yeah. They like we talk about best bets and they call it, the hold your nose pick is the best bet. You just have to listen to the show to know. And that's what I love doing this because it just it just helps me know like these are the pets. These is what I'm put a little extra money on this week because yeah. you're right. You've been great on their holding nose picks. You've been great overall this season. I know you're off next week. So I kind of wanted to recap a little bit right now on the show. I've had a rough three or four weeks. So I'm 96 and 21 sitting at 43%. You're 113 and a hundred sitting at 51%. Oh, finally. Yep. Up above 50%. That's great. Finally, We both, again, last few weeks, best bets have been bad, but still sitting at 19 and 23 for me on the season, 18 and 24 for you. And we just need to hit one of these Hail Marys down the road and we'll be up money no matter what. So let's run through the slate one last time. John, anything else you want to, want to say before we get out of here? No, man. I'm just, uh, I'm still anxious about this Jacksonville versus Jets game. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm very curious as what's going to happen. I, Man, the jet, this whole Jets COVID thing is, is really crazy. It, and it, it's crazy that it really only matters about like three players. I know the list of 19 sounds nuts. Come on, man. It's just LaFleur. It's just LaFleur. <laughs> I like him too, but like, it's, it's not that serious. <laughs> All right. Let's start there. We got the Jacksonville versus Jets. What do you got? Primetime match of the week. In my, in my <laughs> book, this is America's game of the week. I know NBC will say something else. 
the winning my, picks weekly game of the week. Yeah, this is my <laughs> America's game, uh, honorary America's game of the week. I'm taking Jacksonville plus one on the road in New York. Yeah, and I'm with you here, and we're we're together on a lot of games, man. A lot of games. Twelve, 12 John of how many? Twelve out of. 16 games. We're on the same page. This is going to be a week to remember, a week to forget. I said it before. I might have to make that the name of the video on YouTube. If you're not following us on YouTube, we're on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube channel. We are a playlist on there, Winning Picks Weekly. Again, winning the letter P Weekly on Twitter, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Let us know what you're taking this week because we want to know. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely check out Knicks, Jets, et cetera. Good stuff about the Jets yes. and the Knicks over there. Heading into the slate, San Francisco at Tennessee on Thursday. What do you got? I got San Francisco minus three and a half. This is one of the games we differ on. I got Tennessee with the hook at home. I'm addicted to the hook this week. I'm addicted to the hook. Yep. We got the Cleveland seven and a half at Green Bay. What do you got? Cleveland plus seven and a half. Got the hook. I'm I'm addicted to it. Give it to me all day. Give me Cleveland against the public. We're we're fading the public hardcore on Saturday here. Oh including yeah, this, including the second game, Indy at Arizona. I want to take Indy, bro. I want to take Indy so bad. They got the MVP, man. Everyone's telling me they got the MVP running back. I want them. What do you got? Arizona. I got both running backs in this game, so I need both to go off. But I'm taking Arizona minus minus a half a point at home. I got Arizona minus a half. We need Pittman. In our uh, in our shared fantasy league, Pittman, big time. <laughs> we got Detroit Sunday plus five and a half at Greg's Atlanta Falcons. What do you got? My Atlanta Falcons are getting it done this week. Minus five and a half at home. Detroit Lions letdown spot. My Atlanta Falcons are going to win. I'm going to get Atlanta Falcons pick right this year, and this yes. is it. The clock is right twice twice in a year. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is. I think this might be the second time you get Atlanta right. I'm Ugh. with you. We got the next game. A bunch of good games, man. A bunch of good games. One of them right here. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus three at home for the division. Three points at the division. First, the guy who doesn't always covers. What do you got? Cincy minus three. Me too, man. Rams minus three at the desperate Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota desperate for a playoff spot. Rams fighting for the division and a bye week. What do you got here? Minnesota plus three at home. Made in the public, hardcore. I'm with you. We got the Buffalo Bills rematch from two weeks ago where Mac Jones throws three times at New England, gets smacked off a bye, minus two and a half. What do you like? This is my, I'm taking this bet with my heart, not my head pick of the week. New England minus two and a half. I really need them to win this game. Your heart's on New England. You make me sick to my stomach. My money's got, on New England. I <laughs> got, got, got Giants at Philly. Oh, by the way, I'm with you on the New England. And Cole Beasley, by the way, we didn't mention. Mr. 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 Unvaccinated, Mr. Unvaccinated, <laughs> as he likes to put it. He has COVID. Yeah. Uh, so he's like on the offensive weapon. So that's tough. We got the Giants at Philly. Philly minus nine and a half. My Philadelphia Eagles. I can't get them right. I'm going to mess this up for everyone. But I got the Eagles because I hate Jacob Fromm. I hate Mr. Jacob. He stinks at football. You're riding with me on Atlanta. I'm riding with you with Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus nine and a half at home. And the best bet for you. And the best bet. I forgot my first best bet of the day. We got Tampa, 10.5 at Carolina. This is your what am I missing pick of the week. What am I missing? My second best bet of the day, Tampa Bay, minus 10.5 on the road. 
Yeah, one, we missed one of my best bets, which was Minnesota. Yep. Uh, up there, but we kind of mentioned it. They're gonna they're gonna kick the Rams butts out here. Forget Cooper Cup and his ridiculous answers. We got <laughs> I called LH, out from a mile ago. Yeah, the LA Chargers at Houston. Houston plus eight and a half. Jeez, I hate Houston. Uh, give me the Chargers here. What do you got? I don't feel good about it, but I'm taking Houston eight and a half at home. Give it to me. Seems covering machine, low key. We got the Chicago Bears at Seattle. Seattle minus six and a half. Mr. Unlimited. Hopefully he gets his boy Tyler Lockett back so we can have those 60-yard throws so I can get it to field goal range and win by one. <laughs> so they're probably not going to cover, but I like Seattle. What do you got here? I like Chicago plus six and a half on the road. Seattle and Carolina. I'm not, that's a low-key Hail Mary parlay because yeah. they, they're, they're desperate, man. Them two and then take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sure that, that line's going to be crazy because the next game here is Pittsburgh Steelers at Kansas City. Plus eight can't Pittsburgh and we're all over Pittsburgh. You got we got him in the double best bet. We got him. I got him in the hold your nose. We we're all over Pittsburgh here, man. Yeah, Pittsburgh plus eight double best bet. And I have them in one of my one of my division parlays from the preseason. I mean, I'm all over this Pittsburgh we need game it. right here. The Kelsey and Hill with COVID. As long as Ceh eats a little bit, I digress. We got Denver. Plus a half at Las Vegas. We got a backup quarterback for Denver, but a team that has no quarterback. We got a backup quarterback at Las Vegas fighting for a wild card spot. Mad Max. You, you, you're telling me Derek Carr is the best quarterback ever. I, I'm taking best bet Vegas. You tell me every week Derek Carr is the best quarterback in the NFL this year. Best quarterback in the NFL. I got. I gotta take him. He's versus a team with no quarterback. He's a top fifteen quarterback. He's in the second best quarterback. Second best. Second. Okay, best number two. Okay. Well, th- what do quarterbacks do? You're making my point for me. I don't know what you're saying. To say. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I I gotta take Vegas. I gotta take I'm Vegas. With you. Like, Vegas <laughs> minus half a point. Carson or uh, Derek or Derek Carr to the moon. Denver doesn't have one. Doesn't have a guy that passes. We got. Well, he throws of- the ball. It doesn't throw it to anyone. <laughs> speaking of guys who can't pass, we got Washington. <laughs> At Dallas, we got ten and a half for Washington. Who knows who the quarterback's going to be? Everyone loves Dallas so much, which means I love Washington. Who do you got? This is my if then then that pick of the week. <laughs> if Dallas or if Washington if has P, Heineke, then Q. yeah, if, yeah. If, if Heineke plays, then I'm taking Washington. If not, I'm going Dallas. What a logic, a little philosophy, logic. Yeah. Uh, shout out to SUNY Albany Philosophy Department. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last game, which I think is super easy. I kind of want to make this like a, like a, like a oh, best bet, man. This is easy. Three and a half Miami and New Orleans. New Orleans stinks, bro. Yeah, New Orleans stinks. Give me Miami. Yeah, I like Miami plus three and a half as well. All right, that wraps it up, man. That wraps it up for my week 16. Maybe I'll be able to text you my slate for the week 17. That would be awesome if I can get you the spreads on that. Yeah. Um, maybe just read them off or something. But, yeah, man, I'll, I'll have, a, have a good two weeks. We'll be in touch. Got fantasy semifinals and finals by the time I come back. Our our future parlays will be in the books. Uh by the time we'll be looking at the last week. Crazy things, right? In all the division games and week 18. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna have a fun, we're gonna have a fun closing week out here before the playoffs. But we'll yeah, change we, up the format a little bit. Yeah, week 18 will be good. We'll do a little recap on week 18 of all our future bets coming in. And uh, what we're watching, how we, how those ended up uh, shaking out. And then, yeah, we'll get it going for the playoffs, man. Playoffs are the best time to bet, too, because 
you're left with good teams. You're left with good matchups. So I'm excited for it. Have a good two weeks. Enjoy it. We'll, we'll still have an episode next week. It might be myself. It might be myself and a guest. You're going to have to tune in to find out. In order to tune in, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Alexa, Stitcher. We are everywhere. You we're name also, it, we are there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're on Twitter, winning the letter P weekly. And on YouTube, if you follow the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube, you can find us there. We are a playlist there. You can check out all the good content that uh, John does with Alex on there. Covers the Jets twice a week. Covers uh, the Knicks once a week for now. That will start ramping awesome up. Awesome guest uh, last Jets episode. Dude, incredible guest. And also incredible guest on the Jets stuff. Incredible guest on the Knicks stuff. So yeah. I love listening to it. They're great episodes. And like I said, it's it's ramping up, man. We're, we just keep it moving. So... Check us out on there. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Comment. Let us know what you guys are taking this week because it's coming down to it. It's do or die. Let's go. Let's go Jets, baby. Let's go Jets. Good Jacksonville. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big.